Our guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from us. Gordon, happy Monday. What's going on? I'm just hanging out. Yeah. You know, every time I when I come in here, I plug my headphones in. I have to wiggle that thing around in order to make it work. You ever notice that, Austin? You got to wiggle it. You don't say. But... I think I can hear myself now. Good. So, yeah, had a good weekend. You? I was busy, which is interesting. So, not really you, relaxing. You yard work? No, not not yard work. Just uh, you know, summer uh, weekends in the summer fill up, get busy. Fly kite. Family stuff? No, didn't fly kite. Okay. But birthday parties, uh, little gym, playgrounds. I mean, it it just was full. That's all. Well, it's good to be busy. Got in nine holes of golf with my buddies, which was nice. Didn't play particularly well. well? Not not, uh, on uh, Saturday. 42? 45. Uh, You're you're all right. One par. Uh, It wasn't good. I was was not pleased. I would have really good shots and then just not follow them up, which, of course, is extremely maddening. You shot 45 over nine holes and are mad? Uh, not mad, no, 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 because well, it could be worse. Jake's a decent golfer, you know. I mean, you're, you're that's scratch golf, isn't it? No, no, quite, <laughs> that would be thirty-six or quite, thirty, thirty-five, maybe where you played. No, but then maybe this is somehow a metaphor for my that's life. Five per hole. It it would it's right around five per hole. That's that's, that's amazing. Uh, it, like is that, I'd, is that how I'd you murder do it? either of you to get five <laughs> on one hole? I'd I'd hit a, just a great shot that would be. You know, in one case on a par four, I was like 15 yards off the green. I mean, just put it right where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And then the next shot, of course, goes five feet, right? <laughs> that I just completely duff. So it was one of those types of days, okay. which I'd, I'd almost rather be playing scramble golf because then at least you're like, oh, I don't have it. You know, I've been hitting out of the woods all day. It just, just wasn't there as opposed to like, I really had it, but then no. So you're, what you're saying is it's worse to hit a good shot than a bad shot than it is to just hit all bad shots. I would settle for like a bad shot, not see. Uh, does nobody cares about this? But a, yeah, a, they like, can all relate. I had a I had a big drive on a par five. I was a hundred and fifty yards to be on in two. Okay, so 
I, I, I decide that I'm going to make sure I have enough club as opposed to leave it short. Right. I'm going to go for it. Oh, aggressive. I like it. And it flew the green by a significant mar- margin into the marsh behind it for a lost ball and a stroke penalty. It was that kind of day. Like I hit it. it so felt, you hit it too well. It felt great. Mm-hmm. Hit it right on the screws, you know, like, oh, man, and just sailed it right over the green. Into, uh, like I said, the marsh for a lost ball. You know what that tells me? You're not playing enough golf. Well, that's because that's that's what that is. I don't want you, you know? to tell me that because I'm not, I'm not going to be able to play a lot of golf for a while. So just, well, so spare me that. <laughs> depends on how things go over the next week or two. I don't know. It's tough to get out. I had to go at like four in the morning just to get nine holes in. Not that it? early, but it was early. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired though. You know, not a relaxing weekend. <laughs> Mixed in, so you got to watch the basketball. Got to oh, jam yeah. that in there. Oh yeah. And now we know the Jazz opponent. And should we jump into it? Should we spare the the world our our boring golf talk? It's like uh, it's like yeah. people who talk about their own fantasy team on the radio. It's like, dude, I don't care about your fantasy team. Or what you did in the softball beer league. Yeah. But yeah, certainly not uh, hacking up a nine hole track on a Saturday. Nobody wants to hear about that. I beat that, man. I went and uh, watched my daughter compete in a CrossFit competition. How about that? And how'd uh, she do? She did well, man. She's 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 talented in that regard. She's a strong, strong woman. So what? takes after me. Does she? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Would you say that's a fact? All right. Uh, let's uh, should we let's dive into it, Gordon. Let's yeah. talk some basketball. We have a, uh, an opponent for the Utah Jazz. Let's dive into it. It's time for the split story. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You know, one thing I respect about Kawhi Leonard, man, obviously everybody talks about his two-way ability, which is elite, but his will to win by any means necessary. There were possessions where it was guarding Luka. There were possessions where it was scoring. There were possessions where it was getting offensive rebounds, getting defensive rebounds, box outs. Like, that's what leaders do, and that's what he does for that team, and he does everything, and, you know, that's a, that's a credit to him, and he's going to be a, a tough matchup for us, but we got to go out there and understand we do what we do. It's not just him. You know, they have uh, Paul, they have Marcus, they have Reggie, the guys who can really go. So for us, it's just doing what we do, understanding they're going to be physical, they're going to switch everything, they're going to play that small lineup, but, you know, we've, we've seen it, and now we got to go out there and just execute against it. Donovan Mitchell talking about the Jazz uh, opponent in round number two, the L.A. Clippers, who win two in a row and uh, advance after beating the Mavericks yesterday, Gordon, 126-111, to a game where uh, Kawhi Leonard showed exactly how good he is. He was so good in that Game 7 down the stretch. He is going to be a big-time problem for the Utah Jazz, as Donovan Mitchell said right there. Well, let me uh, let me reiterate what everybody already knows, and that is that um, the Clippers were the better team. They were. And thus, and was, one of us picked yeah. them to win two games over the weekend, and one of us didn't. Yeah, but that's just because I didn't want to jump aboard <laughs> your boat. Is that why? But, uh, All right. Look, I, I watch those games, and the Clippers They're are better. good. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, wow. And uh, it's interesting that uh, Donovan said what he said about Kawhi because it's the very prescription that you've written out for Donovan to do. 
exactly what he's complimenting Kawhi for doing. And he said that's what leaders do. They play they they're offensive, they're defensive, they rebound, they they look for their teammates, they do all the things that Kawhi does. So Donovan has it in him to uh follow that same course if uh if he studies that and just powers through. I think whoever they match Donovan up on will will probably be pretty key because he's going to have to play some defense in this series. I'm guessing that Royce is going to get the majority of the Kawhi duty. You would think so. And so that, that leaves some other players to be accounted for, including Paul George. And I, I expect other players like Joe Ingles to take some of that duty too. But, you know, down the stretch when they're going to need to get stops, Donovan Mitchell, I, I'm glad you went this direction, Gordon, because he's he's going to have to play some defense. He is, and and he's capable of doing that. Uh, when players like that who have that skill set, that ab- physical ability and brain power, they they can play good defense if uh, if they focus on it. It sounds like he's he's doing exactly that. So we'll see. But this team, this Clippers team. As good as Kawhi is, as good as Paul George can be when he's on, uh, they've got other other weapons that will be difficult for the Jazz to deal with. In some ways, Jake, I, I think the Clippers, they do what the Jazz want to do, at least with the uh, emphasis on the three-point shot, and they're very good at it. They have a better percentage than the Jazz did. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of three balls. Um the 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 curious thing to me is the two defenses and whose can be more effective. Donovan talked about the switching defense. That's going to be a thing. Uh, against Dallas, they went with Batum as their center. And I don't know if maybe Zubats uh, going up against Rudy has a little bit more of a role um, in this series, but he only played three minutes in Game 7. So they obviously went away from him in the previous series. But if they're going to switch everything and play that small ball lineup, how did the Jazz combat that? So... Okay, <laughs> there's lots to break down here, but let me let me. I've heard you say it in the past, Jake, and I've thought about it. Rudy, in this environment, should be able to thrive, right? Um. Well, should define should. What do you mean by should be able to thrive? Well, he's better than Zuby, Zubots, who I actually uh, like. Uh, by uh, the way, call him Zuby. Do you? Uh, he's he's bigger than anything else that they'll do. And if they switch onto him, he should be able to overpower whoever it is. And I understand there's a quickness thing. There's a, a body between the basket and Rudy. But, Jake, you've said it. I've said it. Power through whoever's on you and dunk on his head. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's going to be key in this series because if they switch somebody onto Rudy or even – have the the cojones to try and guard Rudy with Nicholas Batum. He has to be aggressive, and not. I don't want to see the euro step or the finger roll. I actually admire <laughs> Rudy for trying to develop his basketball skills. Unlike somebody like say Shaquille O'Neal, but he needs to channel his inner Shaquille O'Neal for this playoff series. He needs to forget about all the other stuff, and uh, and just start dunking on on smaller people. Or Gordon. We saw the the drop step against Valanciunas. God, it's the simplest, oldest post move in the book because it's so effective. Like stuff like that, big power moves. Get to the rim, dunk it, take a bunch, foul the whole other team out. Well, first of all, Shaq didn't have to because nobody could keep him away from the basket. Well, let's 
have Rudy be that. Okay. Well, um, okay. Can he do that? I th- we have seen evidence of that, that he can do parts of that. The question is, if, if, if the Jazz, if the defense is built around Rudy Gobert and you're going to count on him to go for 20 points a game and be real powerful and effective doing it, will his stamina hold up or will he have to worry about foul trouble? Yeah, you think he might get into foul trouble? Well, I, I, I just think that there are clippers who are going to beat their men off the dribble. Or the pass, they're going. They're going to find a way to get past their primary defender, and what does that do to Rudy? He's got to step in and stop that guy. If he stops it, fine. I don't know how the refs are going to call this series, you know. But uh, he could. My point is that he's going to be really busy at both ends of the floor. So when you're busy like that, there's a lot of action going on around you. I've seen those referees get a little eager with the whistle. Um. And the Jazz do not want to fall into that mess. No, they certainly do not because he's he's that important. They're a completely different team um, when Rudy goes off the floor. So I certainly hear you there. I, Rudy's just become so good at defending without fouling. He's only fouled out of one game know, this yeah. year, it and it was amazing. in the it was in the last series, and uh, it, it was because he was in a wrestling match with Valanciunas. I don't think that the, he's going to be in a wrestling match in this series. It's going to be different. But he's going to have guys coming at him like a Kawhi Leonard who is shifty, quick, strong, and I, I don't know. I'm not saying all, he's all, going to. But. All facts, uh, what you're saying right there. But I, Rudy's become so good at position defense where instead of trying to draw the foul, the other team turns around and flees. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and maybe, you know, Kawhi's going to get to the rim. You're, you're right. I just I, – I wonder – Man, Rudy has gotten so much better at that, right? Guarding without fouling. It's almost like we're spoiled a little bit. Maybe he's gotten good at it because he's had to. Oh, 100%. You know, otherwise, he wouldn't be on the floor. 100%. And every once in a while, you'll see him bail on a defend on defending somebody. And I think there are times when he knows he can't block the shot, so he's not going to put himself at risk in that regard. But uh, not often, which is every once in a blue moon. Well, that's why— um, God, was it Mannix who wrote that piece, who interviewed Rudy and wrote that piece on the Jazz where Rudy said he had advocated for Derek Favors' return because, yes, that's right. Thank you, Austin. Uh, because last year Rudy was so scared to commit a foul because the, the drop-off when he left the floor was so significant that he didn't play his game because he was being cautious, which was the, the right thing to do because, bless Tony Bradley's heart, it was rough when Rudy <laughs> came off the floor last year. It was it was not good. It's still not particularly good, but it's a lot better than it was. Yes. And that was a really interesting part of that uh, piece by Chris Mannix and and a look into Rudy too, that he he needs to have a little confidence. He's not going to lose his team the game if he plays aggressively. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I guess my point is is I hope Rudy plays his normal aggressive self and that he can figure out a way to stay out of foul trouble. I hope that's the case. The Jazz need that to be the case. Do you think it's even possible for him to go for 20 points a game in this series? Yes. More? I don't know if I'm going to predict that's going to happen, but is it possible? 100%. It depends on it depends on what the Clippers do and how they decide to play, but but if if they play the switching defense, Rudy has to make them pay. And if he does, they've got to stop doing it. 
And then, you know, the blender opens up and the open threes and all that stuff. So all that good stuff happens if if Rudy makes them adjust. Not the Clippers make the Jazz adjust. Like, what are you going to do against the small ball lineup? Dunk on it. That's the answer. <laughs> Dunk this, right in its face. What you're describing here is one of the reasons that it would be important for Mike Conley to be involved. Yes. Because he's gotten so good at that. Not that Joe Ingles is bad at it. I mean, he, 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 can, he can get the ball to Rudy, as we've seen time and time again. But having those playmakers on the floor makes that switching defense a little more problematic. Yep. It's it's how you combat it, which at times this year they've been great at, but when they've been really good at it, it's because Donovan and Mike Conley are doing their thing, and Jordan Clarkson yes, too. exactly. And that just opens things up for everybody because then the other team has to adjust. So that's, that's going to be a real key. Can't let them get away with that. And Houston got away with it for a couple of playoff yeah. series, and the Jazz didn't make them pay. They got to make them pay. And, and well, that's why the Jazz went out and made the moves they made, because they knew they couldn't get by with that. They had to get more playmakers, and they had to get more shooters. That's what they did. Well, we'll see how it goes, because the Clippers, the Clippers are a good team, and they're not a terrific matchup. For the Jazz. I, I, just, I think the Jazz would have crunched the Mavericks. The, the, this is what I don't get. And, and, Jake, even you, who have you've been very high on the Clippers, you've made that clear for a long time now, I just don't understand these lapses they go through when it seems like, wait, is, is, this, is this like, a, what was the movie with Michael Jordan? The, uh, when the, uh, Space talent, Jam? Yeah, the, the talent got taken away all of a sudden. I, I, I don't understand how that team can play the way it does. They fall behind by 20-some points against the Mavs, and then they come back and win. They're good enough to come back and win, but they're also can I, can lackadaisical I you, enough to fall behind by that much. Can I give you a theory? And that's all this is. It's just a theory. Because what you're talking about is very real. I mean, how they lost those home games against the Mavericks in that series is just beyond me. To go down 0-2 in the series is just yeah. crazy. Did they forget how to play basketball? You know. <laughs> but, but here's my theory, all right? So Kawhi Leonard, I told you this on the phone. I think I've said this on the air. He's my favorite player to watch in the NBA. I love his game. I, I think he's awesome. I think he's a top two or three guy in the you league. You like his post-game interviews? My opinion. Uh, <laughs> but I hate it that I love his game so much because everything else about his career – Really bothers me. The is whole the, idea, the, the injury, the force in the trade, right the, to the leveraging uh, with uh, for you know fishing for illegal compensation and apartments and all this stuff too. It just I it just you know coming into an established culture with the Clippers and just running roughshod over it. Right to the you know you have to adjust everything, practice times, all this stuff to me, and I'm going to practice when I want and not when I don't, and we're going to do this load management thing, and I'm going to tell you when I'm going to play, and I'm telling you when I'm not going to play. I just it it goes against the, the team concept. The team concept, and I think it, and I don't know this. This is why this is a theory. But it probably doesn't spawn the best culture in the locker room. <laughs> you think? So I would bet that those lapses are kind of a culture thing where maybe it's petty stuff where you're not playing as hard because the other guy ticked you off. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, the same accountability as other players, maybe it's uh, who knows. But a team that just stops playing, basically, it's. So, so okay, let me. Can I add on to your theory? Please. Let me expand it a little bit so our listeners will uh, uh, be able to fully relate. Have you ever been in a work situation where you have someone who's really good at what they do, 
They're like the star. But sometimes you wonder whether it's worth having them around. <laughs> but you want them around because they make it better. They help you win. It's a trap. They help you win. But, they, but they're a pain in the butt to be around. You don't like the self-indulgent attitude. You don't like the, uh, you know, the, the uh, quiet, unspoken boasts. I'm you know? Gordon Monsey. See, I can't stand being around people like I that. I only have one Porsche. I'm not comparing anybody to Kawhi Leonard, but they, they, I think the Clippers had this sort of Parking attitude. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. <laughs> See, now you're playing all the, all the, uh, the uh, audio that I had was forced to say. You know, I worked at the LA Times. You know, uh, you know who when you were talking there, who comes to my mind? A guy who's uh, in the in the other uh, in the other room well, right now. You're not going to rip Lloyd, are you? No, no, no. Our guy Kurt, Kurt Thomas, oh. who uh, of course has uh, uh, done uh, sales for the station for a long, long time, and is nothing short of a superstar. But you, you know, he 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 hands off the you know the nuts and bolts after uh, you know he <laughs> like Kurt Kurt can barely send a text but he's closing zillion dollar deals out there you, you know, know what i mean you know Kurt was in the room the day that we formed this station i know Kurt's the best and Kurt was there when you stole all that gear true oh should we talk to Kurt about that Kurt come here but wait wait a minute Kurt, <laughs> this has been so misrepresented. No, we're going to get no, the, no, no, we're going to get the real story no, Kurt will we're going to get the real story come he, in and he sit will, down <laughs> He will substantiate my story. My story. Oh, Willie, now. Yes, okay. I now, guarantee it. Now, Kurt, uh, of course, Kurt Thomas. Uh, first of all, it's good to see you, buddy. Good to see How you. How you doing? Did you see that park job by that blue car down there? It's got three freaking spots. <laughs> wonder who that is. He, he better hope he's the, the people next to him leave sooner. I just told Austin he'll have to parachute Hold into on, that there, vehicle. There, he can't hey, get well, through well, the doors. Kurt, there are no spots down there. <laughs> well, they're all, there's, there's they're all a... from there all right now for you. <laughs> all right. So, so take us want through. I, we want to talk about the, the merchandise pilfering story at the old Simmons Media involving okay, our can guy. I, can I, you can I, golf stuff? No, yeah, can, I give you, can I give you my side and no, Kurt can no. either substantiate or... No, or, uh-uh. You've, okay. you've told there, your there side There's only many, one many side times. on that. I brought in a bunch of merchandise like, for people to look at and try on. Because right. we were going to get the logo on. Correct. Yeah. It was like several hundred dollars worth of stuff. It was about $1,500 worth of stuff. <laughs> so everybody's going to try it on so we didn't have to send you down to you in and, and have all that kind of a challenge. And I came in the next morning, all the merchandise was gone. 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 So I asked DJ, I go, where's all this stuff? He goes, I don't know, it wasn't here when we came in. <laughs> so he looked at the tape. And Gordon was taking it out the back door. Like a so, big pile of big stuff. Big pile of it. <laughs> Can't Thought even it, see it. Apparently his own wardrobe. <laughs> okay. 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 Wait, wait, wait. wait, but Kurt, don't forget the part that you never really spoke to me about this. You were pointing at the merchandise through the window and you were mouthing something to me, but you were not. You didn't come in and say, hey, look through this and take one. I don't recall that happening. We had everybody. You weren't supposed to take any. I had you were everybody. To try it on. Everybody I, worked out great. <laughs> the other six or seven on staff, nobody stole it except for you. <laughs> oh man! Oh 
man, that is so funny. All right, so there you go. The so, true so, story. But, the, but this is what really happened. I was in the studio, and Kurt was outside the studio, pointed at the merchandise, and then left it there. And so I thought he was giving it to me. Right. I, Therein lies the, like, what person would think, like, wow, there's $1,500 worth of clothes, and this guy's just giving it to me. Thanks, Kurt. Yeah, and I, I showed everybody else the same stuff, and it all stayed there until the last show of the day. <laughs> yeah, but the thing I love about that story is that, what's her name? Uh, the HR person. No, Debbie. Debbie calls me. She doesn't say, hey, we saw you take the stuff. She said... Have you seen some stuff that Kurt had <laughs> set me up to try and deny it and then get busted for it? You, you I, who, I said, yeah, I took it. I took it because someone, I said, Kurt gave it to me. You, you know? know who reviewed, re- looked at the tape was Ben Russell. He goes, hey, we can just look at the tape. I go, we got that on tape? He goes, we got that on tape. And there it was. Lloyd, Lloyd still throws up a picture of that for his Twitter. Oh, he's still you know, walking around like mingling and, oh, here's all this gear. Just must be laying from here. Just walked right out the back door. The thing was, I didn't even like the gear. I was going to give it to charity. I was going to divvy it out because I didn't want it for me. See, and I, I think you, I think you still wear the sheepskin version vest. Well, oh, that, that goes back way before that's, that. That was the sheepskin. It, it day. came out like last week. <laughs> no, <laughs> did it? It, no. Was, it was two weeks ago. Oh yeah, maybe. I wear it. Yeah, yeah but wears I, it all but, the time. But, but that was going back to the very beginning. Hated of Hated it so long, so bad. It's been with him for fifteen years. <laughs> Who, 15 no, years that wasn't part of that gear. That was from five years prior. It has the original Zone logo on it, the which green, was just and black, brutal. Green and black one, or whatever. <laughs> brutal. Forever. <laughs> All right, that is uh, that's, Kurt. That's it. That is Kurt Thomas. And, and those of you who do not know Kurt, he's a big, big, big part of what we do around here and have done for a long, long time. He doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Well, Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> I thought he didn't, but now I'm not sure. Kurt's great. But the, he was he was at the center of it all. He confirmed the story. You just assumed, like, of course somebody's going to give me fifteen hundred dollars. Why else would he be pointing at it to pick what you wanted? <laughs> like, and, hey, I would. I really like this golf pullover. Can we? You put the logo on this for me. The point is that when you have someone like Kawhi on your team, and basketball is such a team game. I know it stars rule the roost and all that. But still, you've got to somehow embrace the entire team. And last year, those reports that were coming out of the Clipper camp was uh, folks got tired of it, uh, what you described, that Kawhi was barking out all the orders and the other guys didn't like it. Yep. All right. We've got a lot to dive into today, Gordon. It's, it is a, uh, a busy, busy day, as they say. Uh, coming up at 3 o'clock, we're going to be joined by Brian Seaman, who is the play-by-play voice of the Clippers. At, uh, let's see, 4 o'clock, Mannix is going to be on with us. At 4.30, Coach Chiesa jumps on the show. And at 5, George Niang is going to be on the big show. Oh, good. Good talk to George. The minivan, as he's become Also, I, you'll be happy this, but I actually worked Hooterville into a column I wrote at sltrib.com. I, I did proud. that just for you. Thanks, buddy. That it's brings a headline. smile to my it's face. In the, it's in the headline and in the story. <laughs> and I almost put, uh, take note, uh, Jake Scott. Did you did you reference Petticoat Junction at all? Or no. did you just throw in the, the Hollywood comes to Hooterville? The line? Hooterville versus Hollywood. Oh, here it is. Gordon Monson. Utah Jazz, L.A. Clippers, Hooterville, Hooterville versus Hollywood is a playoff match worth the wait. I do think it's a good matchup. 
If that's uh, what you're getting to in the column, I agree with that. It's going to be a good series. I, I'm not so sure who comes out on top, but I think I think we're in for some some fun basketball. I wouldn't touch the series if I were a betting man. I wouldn't touch it. There's a lot. Yeah, it's. I agree. I agree with that. There's too many X factors. You know what I mean? Too much stuff we don't know. Yeah. And uh, have we? Do we have an update on Mike yet? Have not seen it. Yeah. All right. Uh, stay tuned. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What time is it? It's half past the hour and time to talk Utah Jazz. Oh, Donovan! This is your Jazz at 30 update. Ring the 30-point belt. All right, the Jazz know who they're going to play. They know when they're going to play. Second round against the L.A. Clippers gets started tomorrow night here at Vivint Arena. Quinn Snyder says the Clippers are more than just uh, Kawhi and Paul George. You're familiar with you know those two guys, obviously, in particular, and the things that they're capable of doing. I think sometimes because they're such great players, there's a tendency not to talk as much just naturally about some of the other guys in their team. And, you know, even a guy like Mann coming in and the impact he had in the series, what Morris did today, hitting big shots, Kennard coming in and making big shots, Batum defending. You can go down the line, Patrick Beverly, his ball pressure um, and his competitiveness, you know, Zubox, what he does. They're, they're just a, they're a very, very good, excellent, well-balanced team. Game one tomorrow night. Tip-off coming your way at 8, 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage will begin at 7 here on the Zone Sports Network. This update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. If you're working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Joe Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280. The Zone Band of the Day today. The Animals, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Uh, buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Uh, um, what, th- what are they talking about, by the way, here? A house. Is it, is it somebody's house? Is it, does it have like a white picket fence around it? What What house? Not sure, but that is a Bob Dylan song. He wrote that song. I think you are sure. What the 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 House of the Rising Sun is? Mm-hmm. The house in New Orleans? I don't know. What is it? Uh, <laughs> isn't it a house? <laughs> I asked you the question to put you in an awkward spot, and now you flip it and ask me. Isn't the house in New Orleans a uh, a house? <laughs> You're wrong. 
Am I really? Yeah, but it's no surprise you went there. Oh, that's what that's what my friend told me back when it came out in the seventies or whatever. That it they was lied. What, what kind of house are you talking about? A house of ill repute. <laughs> I think it's just some dude's house. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, they got so up early, this, so they're this, like, "Hey, that the uh, rising sun." I did, I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't during the break. But uh, I've always Google. I I was told that some 55 years ago or whatever. So you were re- literally trying to set me up there. Yes, I was. But I, it turns out I might be wrong, according to Austin. Hmm. Well, there you go. Good to good to know. Hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Why would anybody possibly care oh, about this? Oh, man. Uh, all right, Gordon. What is the biggest storyline going into this second-round series in your mind? What's the what, what's the biggest factor in the air right now? Well, it might be Mike Conley's health. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he usually plays well against this Clippers team, and at least that's my memory. Now, uh, I, I, and I, I wrote about this. Uh, that his When he came out of his th- funk last year shooting – he uh, it was against the Clippers. Remember that he scored 18 points in the third quarter. Was 11 of 17. Scored 29 points. Uh, of course, uh, I don't think Kawhi played in that game because he was resting. I think it was Game Five of the season. But uh, you know, Mike Conley is so important to the Jazz, and that would be unfortunate if he couldn't go. Wow, it's amazing of you to jinx him like that. I'm not the one. Who I mean, not wow! I'm I can't not. believe you just went there. You heard it, Jinx. <laughs> wow! You keep Gordon. trying to throw that on Gordon, me. Gordon, I can't believe. All you. I know is one of us brought up Mike Conley and his hamstring that. on the day that he was supposed to come back. I mean, play, and he, what's he do? He hurts his hamstring. You brought it up. You didn't know that that was going to happen, and you just pounced on me like I'm doing it to you. Way to go! <laughs> Mark this, Austin. <laughs> Well, I told you, you can't talk about injuries anymore. He's you already totally, injured. Totally spent that. He's already capital. injured. He wasn't injured when you brought it up. Wow, mark it down. Gordon uh, Gordon just jinxed Mike. Not going to see him for the series because Gordon just talked about it. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It's what you just did. You just brought it up. Okay, so now you're buying into the fact no, that you shouldn't I'm just have brought it up just, in the first place? I'm saying you just jinxed him. You, Way to go. <laughs> you brought it send up. Your, so your, now I send your angry you. tweets to Gordon, <laughs> at Gordon Monson. Please, I can, I bypass me and, and just send those to Gordon. He just did it. Just I, did I exactly cannot, what I, I did. I cannot believe how sensitive you are about that topic. When, we, when I brought it up the next day, you were like, ouch, 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 and combative, too. Mm-hmm. Still getting tweets about it. Are you really? Yeah, somebody tweeted Scotty and advocated uh, I be punished. <laughs> like how? Uh, With your hamstring uh, somehow injured? Why'd you do a sawing motion? <laughs> you gonna <laughs> saw his hamstring? <laughs> oh, bro. So yeah, I'm sorry that you were so aggressively attacked by uh, your indiscretion on that account of you your just did. You did the same thing I did. Well, yeah, but he's already hurt. You did it before he got hurt. You you just jinxed him coming back for the series. Congratulations. <laughs> when if if it happens, I'm completely blaming. Gordon. You know what this is, uh, Austin? Misery loves company. That's what this is right here. No, it's it's the double standard that exists <laughs> in me actually pointing that out. It's a little. The ship is going down, so I'm taking you with me. <laughs> Very well said. Poetic.
I I'm not jumping on that ship. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, pal. Take your ship out of here. Way to go. You just did exactly what I did. So the SS join superstitious. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome. All right. Welcome. Welcome aboard, mate. You've made it so I can't talk about this topic anymore. But somehow that, you can? What's that song they sang on the uh, deck of the Titanic? Uh, who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> oh. Was it really? It was. It's an amazing grace. Uh, what was that song? That classic I song. I believe it was Nearer My God. Nearer to My the, God to the. But I wish it had been the Baja Men. <laughs> <laughs> who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> oh, man. Somehow we jumped the tracks here. <laughs> I want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out. DavisVisionMD.com or call today. 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Who let the dogs More big show. Next. Start bailing. 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Want to remind you about our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. Coming up at the top of 3 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to the voice of the Clippers. Brian Seaman is going to be on the show. Uh, Mannix will join us at 4, Coach Chiesa at 4.30, and George Niang at 5. All good, all good. Speaking of good, by the way, a texter Johnny, he says, uh, Jake, don't try and pass the buck. He was already injured. There is no jinx in talking about a guy hoping he can come back. Gordon is in the clear. You're still in the jazz jinx doghouse. Well, first of all, Johnny tweeted that. It's not a text. Oh, oh sorry. Tweet. Second of all, save it, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Love you. Save it. <laughs> Save it for what? Here, here I was. Let's try and move on. You know, we've got Brian Seaman coming up next. And then we've got to go right to Johnny's tweet. So, I want you to know, Jake, that when I refer to our beloved hometown here as Hooterville, it's a joke. It's not that this place, this place is sophisticated. It has so many things to offer. Uh, and, and I like it here better than living in L.A. I've lived in I both places. LA. It's a joke. The, that's the way the folks down there look at it. But it's this place is very sophisticated. Look at the growth. Look at all the good things that go on here. It's, it's a joke. Except for that's not how you wrote it when you initially said the joke. So <laughs> that's was, not that's not a fact, actually. It, yes, that's what I meant. It was kind of self-deprecation based on what others likely thing. Even what you just said was very condescending. Yeah. Look at the growth you guys have gone. Good <laughs> job, a, sport. Such a cute little community. Yeah, come a long way, cute. Hooterville. <laughs> when you're, you're still wait, Hooterville, though. You have a movie house. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, uh, if you're 
if you're comparing it to a metropolis the size of Los Angeles, then then the, talking about growth. I mean, is, you're uh, no metropolis, but you're better than you used no to be. No L.A., but some people I, want to live there. Look, I love it here. I've had opportunities to move other places. Maybe some people wish I had, but I wanted to stay here. I love it here. I'm here because I love it. But you just want to hold your Californianess above no, everybody no, else. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, not kind of. Lived in California. Five's a mother. <laughs> right. You have a freeway now. Good hey, job. Congratulations. <laughs> a lot of people still learning to drive on the you freeway. You even had an earthquake. <laughs> oh, you have an Interstate 15. We do too. No, it's the 15. You have I-15. We have 15 eyes. <laughs> See, uh, even there, like, oh, you have I-15 just like we do, but you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even from California. But you're trying hard. You're trying, but, you know, if you were doing it the right way. You'd Proud of yourself, Lake. 15. And I just need to, I feel like I need to correct you. <laughs> You'll get there. At least I didn't jinx Mike Conley. But even, uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> we hope Mike gets back ASAP. We really do. One of us more than anyone else. Yeah, Jake. Is there some kind of thing we can do to sort of like take the curse off? Yeah, like not talk about this anymore. <laughs> Is there something Jake could do? If we keep talking about it, we might have a curse on the air pretty soon from Jake. Correct. Oh, don't want that. Sorry. Okay. And I, 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 I hear my pledge. Like, I will not bring it up again. I feel like one of us. Put me in this situation. <laughs> no, you put yourself in it. All I did was Pounce. say, make yeah, sure everyone knows, knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody already knew when he said it. I guarantee you that went through a thousand minds. <laughs> okay, I'm not. And I'm, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not going to add to it. I'm not going to bring it up again. Not going to bring it up again. I Often. Mean, Hanson Scotty did like 45 minutes of it on Thursday. <laughs> And Friday. Friday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I still maintain is not a funny thing to joke about. They were joking about you, not about Mike. They wish nothing but the best for Mike. Do they? Yeah, they do. Because it sounds like they're joking about his injury. No. And it sounds like you are, too. No, not at all. You're laughing. I'm laughing at you. Laughing about his injury. No, no. I would never laugh about anybody's injury. Except for right I, now. I, I, nothing but good health for everybody involved. Especially right now. Kind of laughing about his injury. It's uncomfortable. I don't endorse it. Oh, I want you to know that this, I do not think this place is Hooterville. I, I think this place is home. <laughs> yeah, Hooterville. People live there. All right. Uh, I want to remind you about our friends at Big O Tires, title, title sponsor of the Big Show. Now through June 13th, get up to a $70 reward card on select Michelin, BF Goodrich, and Uniroyal Tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Brian Seaman. He is the voice of the L.A. Clippers, the TV play-by-play voice. We'll get into uh, this series with him coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.